Mary Maria Sprout. 15 seconds to curtains, you three. Oh. Oh. No one's here. Well, I guess I'll just be going then. When hinges creak in doorless chambers, and strange and frightening sounds echo through the halls, whenever candlelights flicker where the air is deathly still, that is the time when ghosts are present, practicing their terror with ghoulish delight. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the Muppets Haunted Mansion Review. I. And one of your hosts, one of your ghost hosts, Sprouts. <laughs> and I'm your other ghost host, Maria. <laughs> We're a day late because uh, the Muppets decided to release on a Friday and we record episodes on Thursday. So we decided to push our recording back by a day. So you're getting us a day late. I'm so sorry. but. And you never have to hear us do say that again. That's not true. If anyone goes to Disney with me, they're going to hear me say, You're so loud in my ears. Sorry. It's okay. This whole episode is going to be about Sprout. I tried to buffer it that time. Oh, please don't. <laughs> it makes it funnier if you don't. <laughs> the whole episode is going to be about... So, uh, spoilers. Spoilers ahead. Oh, big spoilers ahead. If you haven't watched it, watch it now. Go watch it and then come back to us and listen to our uh, opinions. Uh, but before we get into it, there is just one piece of news that we have that we... Th- I'm not sure if there's any other news, but the, if there is, I don't care about it right now. <laughs> the only news I care about is <sighs> So th- there was a drive-in premiere event. Uh, yeah, what? When was that? Yesterday. Yes, it was yesterday. so Thursday. Mm-hmm. And I don't know where it was, but there was a ton, tons of stars, and you could, you know, get in your car and and have an old fashion you know drive-in movie event Mm -hmm. and there was a gigantic bust of gonzo made out of hay (laughs) there was yeah the pepe and gonzo were on the quote-unquote red carpet that was there and there were a bunch of fun little interviews um and there's uh on the disney plus instagram there's a video of yvette nicole brown kissing pepe and she got lipstick on him, and he yelled at her. <laughs> he said something like, you're going to get in trouble, <laughs> or something like that. I love uh, uh, and th- that's, that's about it. We know a few of the puppeteers were there. We know that um, Peter and Matt were there. Peter Lenz, Matt Vogel. And Bill and Dave, obviously. Yeah, Bill and Dave were obviously there because Pepe and Gonzo were there. Mm-hmm obviously i'm too excited to uh, talk anymore about this <laughs> premiere event let's talk about the the special let's go 
Ah. Okay, so it's it started and it showed the new logo, which I I love the new logo and I love how it like zoomed in through the O. That was nice. We we got uh started with a little preview of Dancing in the Moonlight. Uh, the music is so good. I love all of the music in this. All of the music is so good in this, which we'll we'll get into each individual song as we go through the special. Mm-hmm. I love Gonzo. At the beginning, you just think it's like a dog or a wolf howling, but if you look at the closed captioning, it's it's Gonzo. It's Gonzo that's howling. <laughs> Good for him. Just him going nuts. Can you blame him? Uh, no. Another thing I wanted to talk about um, throughout all of this, except for whenever you know they're the ghosts and and they're uh, you know green screened out and everything. Um, with the regular puppets, we can see their arm rods. Yeah, which was great. Yeah, it's fantastic. I'm just so happy we can see their arm rods. I always like seeing the arm rods because it's like a little bit of like, oh yeah, this is cool. They're just puppets. Like, I just love the little detailing. I, uh, detailing. Tech. <laughs> yeah. They're puppets, and, and people are controlling them, and those people should deserve, you know, accolades and praise. This is true. I'm just, I'm so excited, because we were always able to see their arm rods, and then once um, they were acquired by Disney, Disney started, you know, green screen and blue screening their arm rods out when it came to professional shoots and everything. And Gonzo goes down into the limo, and... Him and Pepe are talking, and Pepe's like, yeah, I, I have many girlfriends, and they're all coming to this party. And we see that none of them like him. But also, I was like, wow, Gonzo and Pepe are friends because they're both bisexual and they're both polyamorous. So true. And they're, I need to clarify, they're not in a relationship together. No, not at all. No. It, it's just, they're both bi, both polyamorous, and they're both just friends. This is true. One of the things I would love to bring up just because he's first in this scene. I love seeing Matt Vogel have more time to perform Kermit. Oh, it's beautiful. I was just about to bring it up. So good. We will probably get into this later, obviously, but Matt, to me, is like one of the top three people that like carried this special when it came to puppetry and, and that. He's fantastic. His voice is fantastic. His singing voice is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Which, speaking of Matt's singing voice being amazing, his band is doing a best hits album. Oh yeah, that is a um, that's some news. Yeah, go buy it. Yeah, go buy it. Go to his Instagram. Go to his Twitter. He he talks about his band, the Mighty Weaklings, all the time. It's also on his YouTube page, which is just Matt Vogel, which I listen to. He's got a great band. Go listen to it if you love Matt's voice and any Muppet thing. Uh, go go buy stuff from his band. And if you like Matt Vogel's voice talking about any Muppet thing, he just brought back on Below the Frame. He did. I I still need to watch or excuse me, listen to uh, the latest episode. I do too. B- basically, Gonzo gets a video call from Kermit, who apparently has a a annual Halloween costume party at his house. <laughs> Which is so sweet. It is. Uh, and uh, Piggy has convinced him uh, that they need to dress up as each other. 
and she wrote a whole spiel. It's it's <laughs> it's the cutest. It's it's it is the cutest. But um, I do want to mention in the background, Fozzie is not only dressed up like a banana as his Halloween costume, but also he is throwing popcorn in the air and grabbing at it like with his mouth, like like you know when you throw something in the air and you try to uh, yeah. catch it in your mouth. It was kind of like that, but he wasn't trying to catch it. He was, like, snapping at it like a dog. It was very funny. (laughs) I love that. I've watched this special so many times. And Gonzo mentions uh, the great MacGuffin, a magician. It's his 100th anniversary disappearance uh, at this haunted mansion. And that's the whole premise. uh, He wants is it it is him getting dared do we know by who of being like yes come to this haunted mansion where the great MacGuffin disappeared and it sounded like it was MacGuffin that sent it in the end Mm -hmm. what was the prize there wasn't like a prize I meant maybe it was just Gonzo's pride of being like yeah you're the great Gonzo you survived this haunted mansion without being scared I feel like honestly that's all he needs it's Gonzo he, he loves a good scare. Yeah, him being prideful. Um, also, in in just all caps, I put Scooter as Elvis. <laughs> His, uh, well, thank you very much, sent me to another planet. So good. So good. David Rudman, we love you. We love you. <laughs> There's, oh, um, whenever he said something like, oh, the Swedish chef is carving pumpkins, and the Swedish chef was running with a chainsaw, and it just l- really quietly, you can hear him just go, mercy. <laughs> I love oh. that. God, Scooter. Scooter, I love you. <laughs> Why? Scooter. I need to know, Scooter, why did you pick Elvis? I mean, thank you, but why? What was Walter's costume? Uh, well, I was betting on them just using, uh, the, the, them just reusing the Kermit costume he had, but uh, he wasn't there. We di- we didn't see him, so I don't I don't know what. I want to know what it was. I do too. Do you think he would have matched with Sco- with Scooter or done his own thing? I don't know. Because if he matched with Scooter, would it just be like another famous like singer or something? Hmm. <laughs> knowing, knowing Walter, he'd be like, he'd come in dressed as a giant shoe, and he's like, "Look, I'm a blue suede shoe." Because <laughs> Elvis. Yo, you're you're perfect. You're perfect. <laughs> you did it. You you hit the nail on the head. Thank you. Thank you. That's something we would do. Excuse you. That's something you would do specifically. It's a trip. I'd be like, yes, I'm 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 going as Elvis, and you're like, hold on, I have a funny idea. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh. Kermit also mentions that there's a uh, Muppet Halloween breakfast that's an annual thing they do every year, which is yeah. very sweet. Um, I love it. I love it too. Also, that's just like fodder for fan fiction. That's just thank you for giving me this dessert. <laughs> thank you so much. 
It's almost as sweet as the pumpkin pancakes they're gonna have. <laughs> I love the pumpkin just screaming. <laughs> just yelling at the top of its lungs. So good. Do, pump- do, do Muppet pumpkins have lungs? Um, that's a gourd question. Sprout? <laughs> uh... <laughs> I'm moving on. There's no way to segue. Uh, so we get a cameo from Yvette Nicole Brown, who's a big Muppet fan. And in my personal opinion, she was a bit underutilized uh, in this special. She's ve- she's very funny, and uh, I-, I feel like she deserves to be in more Muppet stuff. Yes. On the gate, is there anything else you want to talk about with Yvette? Um... Oh, Pepe, Pepe hitting on Yvette. <laughs> Dead prawn walking. Dead prawn. Well, I'll take that as a nope. <laughs> I I just love how he stood up when he said it. <laughs> Which is literally, it's just Bill moving his hands to like a ninety degree angle and then going back up. But it looks so. It just looks like he's standing up. It's very it's nice. So good. It's so good. We hey, hey guys, we love puppetry on this podcast. <laughs> It's true. It's very true. Didn't know if you knew this. Didn't know if you knew <laughs> this. We're fans of puppetry. <laughs> um, we we got this from their Twitter account. I don't remember how many days ago. It was on Jim's birthday. Yes, on, on Jim's birthday. So nine two four is outside uh, on the gate as a uh, Easter egg to Jim Henson. Because that's his birthday. One of my notes, which warning. Basically, all of my notes are in regards to the Disney references, because I know more about Disney than I do Muppets. Yeah, her, hers is Disney, mine is Muppets. Yes, we're, we're bringing both, don't worry. Yeah. But um, the style of the house greatly reminded me of Phantom Manor at Disneyland Paris, but it wasn't exact. Mm-hmm. Definitely the same building style, though. Don't know if that was intentional, but like the the architecture. Yeah. Well, even the color palette. Yeah, the color palette definitely. But to me, it was very kind of not like mix mishmashy, but but sort of like I couldn't place it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like the the architectural styling of the building was like Phantom Manor. Didn't mm-hmm. look anything like the building though. Yeah. Uh, and I just didn't know where it was. Like, where are we? I know we're in a, you know, the Haunted Mansion, but, like, are we in California? Are we in Florida? Is it Louisiana? Are we, Yeah. Did everyone go to, uh, did everyone swamp. go to the swamp for Kermit's pad for Halloween? What's going on here? <laughs> Do you want to talk about, um, the caretaker? Um, I have no notes about Darren Chris, but I do have notes on the area. Of which uh-huh. Darren Chris resides. Okay. Um, a lot of the tombstones in the area are tombstones that are in the queue that you see the, the graveyard for. And two of the ones that I noticed are ones that were made in reference of Imagineers. Um, one of them, of course, uh, good old Fred, who was... Um, um, why can't I think of his name? Ed, Eisner, Ed Asner. Disney. Um, 
the here lies good old fred r.i.p um mm-hmm. is named after fred jorger i believe is how it's pronounced who made attraction models for haunted mansion and created the plaster used for all of the rock work throughout the parks oh um also the the rhymes that they used for these characters when talking about them are usually written on the tombstones in the queue but they weren't in the special because they were being sung the other one that i noticed was in memory of our patriarch dear departed grandpa mark which was made for Mark Davis, who's the Imagineer who was in charge, well, not in charge, but heavily worked on Haunted Mansion and Pirates of the Caribbean. Wonderful. Darren Chris just seemed like he was having the time of his life. This is true. I, I am a, a Starkid fan, so I literally wrote Starkid fan, so this is jarring. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing Darren Chris in anything as a Starkid fan is a little jarring. How do you feel about Glee? So jarring. <laughs> I wa- hey, I watched Glee when it came out specifically for Darren, and it was jarring. <laughs> I watched it when it came out because I like Chris Colfer. Mm. Yeah, I don't remember much of anything from that show. Though. I, I thought you were going to elaborate, and you just didn't. <laughs> oh, no. no he's, he's a cool dude. I like Chris Colfer. Mm. Yeah. Chris Colfer's good. He he has some books out and they're good. Yeah. Most of the other cameos are are here in this song, which is you know, mm-hmm. it, it, just the beginning of Grim Grimming Ghosts. It's just you know that. And a lot of those characters are in the graveyard scene on the attraction rather than the queue. I don't know all of their names because I'm bad at celebrity names. Same. I know Alfonso was in it. Ed Asner was there, Danny Trejo, um, Sajir Zamata, and... Trebek, no, not Alex Trebek, Pat Sajak. Pat Sajak. Getting my my game show hosts confused. Mm-hmm. There's also, um, oh, what's her name? She played Zuri on Jesse. She was a Disney kid. Um, I don't know. I know her name. I know stuff about Disney parks, not Disney Channel. <laughs> um, I'm going to think of her name. It's going to come to me eventually. Uh, I'm so sorry to this young woman and also to all of her fans. Please don't come for me. I don't know celebrity names. I only know puppeteers. Uh, her name is Sky Jackson. Uh, she's it's very strange to see her just be a bust because she's a very talented young woman. So it's like, why, why are you here for five seconds for nothing? <laughs> that was most of those cameos in this song. It's like, yeah. wow. They could have been Muppets. Yeah, could have been Muppets, but also just weird marketing because they were like, oh, this person and this person is, is going to be in the special. And they were there for five seconds. It's like, what? Why did you do this? The cameos lasted for five seconds, just like the Muppet movies. I did, ri- I did write this down. Puppetry is fantastic, which it always is. It's the Muppets. But I think I wrote it about is whenever Shazir Zamata like, fell over. She's the woman that was writing. Um, and like both Gonzo and Pepe like moved with her at the same time. That was, that was some fun puppetry. Uh, bust with grim grinning ghosts it was it was a good song and um they all seem to be having fun even though in my opinion 
all of those cameos just could have been Muppets. <laughs> like, no offense to them, I'm glad you're here, uh, and, you know, you seem to be having fun. Yeah. But, again, those are, like, two-second cameos. You deserve more cameos if you're working with the Muppets and you're an actor. Mm-hmm. Especially like the grim, the the excuse me, the the busts. Not, not, they didn't really seem to be interacting with any Muppets. It's very true. Yeah, except in the credits. Yeah, which we'll get to when we get to the end of the special. Sorry, I'm just excited. It's fine. I am too. We have a new Muppet thing, and it's good. <laughs> it's insane to me. It's good. Right. <laughs> I was so expecting for my hopes and dreams to be dashed against the rocks, and it's they haven't been. Same. Gonzo and Pepe get to the front door. It's the, you know, instead of welcome foolish mortals, it is welcome foolish Muppets. So get 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 that cross off of your, your bingo card. <laughs> we got them. Hey, guys, we got them. <laughs> I have, um, he, he did say, I'll be your host, your ghost host, which is from the spiel of the ride. There was a lot of spiel in this, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a lot of it was. Um, I do have one note about Will Arnett. (laughs) I just wrote off-brand Lego Batman voice. Literally, like, (laughs) the first time I watched it, I was like, oh, this is just his Batman voice. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It's not that, you know, in my notes, I literally have Will Arnett is doing great. It's not that I don't think, you know, he's... Oh, yeah. No, no. It was just like, this is just your Batman voice again. Yeah. In the um, closed captioning, mm-hmm. it says that he's the butler. Which is like, no, he's not no. the butler. He's the ghost host. He's the ghost host. Uh, but them using a lot of the spiel reminds me of them using a lot of the spiel of The Christmas Carol. No, I still haven't seen yeah. that. We need to watch it together. It's fantastic. A lot of my notes are spiel. Um, <laughs> like they said, in no flash pictures, please. The spirits are frightfully sensitive to bright lights, which is from yeah, yeah. the ride. Pepe speaking Spanish. He spoke so much Spanish. Yeah. I was so excited. Yeah, I put um, speaking Spanish joke through line. Hilarious. I love those bits of <laughs> I, I loved Will Arnett's bit of just like, oh, habla espanol. No. <laughs> I just like, flatlined him, just no, and then later spoke more Spanish. <laughs> Mummy and Duddy, which were the... Uh, the new Muppets? Yeah, the new Muppets. The dun-dun Muppets. Dun-dun. Dun-dun. Um, which, hold on, I do have notes of who performed them. Let me scrub through my notes. I have many pages. Mummy is performed by Alice Deneen and Duddy is performed by Bruce Lanol. Lovely. Both of them have worked with the Muppets for decades now and this is like some of their first ever like actual voice stuff that's Muppets and not you know like Jim Henson Company or Sesame Street stuff. Yeah. And they're and I can you know correct me uh, if I'm wrong on any, uh, you know, website, I-, I think the Mummy and Duddy puppets are um, Dead Tom and Old Dead Tom from uh, the Muppet Treasure Island movie. Mm. I could be completely wrong, but they look exactly like those two characters. Mm. Oddly, don't remember those characters. 
You don't remember uh, old Tom and dead old Tom? Or excuse me, uh, dead Tom and dead old Tom. Well, apparently I remember more than I thought. Uh-huh. <laughs> don't remember them. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> okay, continue about your spiel. Um, we got, while they were doing the stretching room, um, like, they actually said the, is, is this haunted room actually stretching or is it your imagination? Um, we had the actual ride music for that part. Yeah, I noticed. They only had three of the four stretching pictures. I'm assuming budget. Well, the thing is, like... At first, I was like, well, maybe it's because she's holding a weapon. But then I was like, well, there's hatchets in this special, so. Yeah, but also they, there weren't uh, any guns because later. Because of the drawing scene. Yeah, the drawing scene. Um, but I think she's holding a hatchet in her painting. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm assuming budget because a lot of, which is something I'll get to later, but a lot of this movie is green screens. That was very true. And it, it was sort of explained why everything is getting more Muppety. It's the ghost pretending to look like Gonzo's friends to lure them in to make sure they stay forever. Does that mean, all, like, canonically on the ride, they're all, all these ghosts are looking human to try to lure us in? That's a fun thought. What do they look like, really? Yeah, that's what I was thinking during this entire time, because... It was like, oh, they're trying to look like Kermit and Fozzie and everyone to lure Gonzo and Pepe in. So what do they actually look like? Do they Are they humans and they're just pretending to be frogs and bears and pigs and chickens? <laughs> or what? What are they? Can we talk about the Menomino candle holes? I love those. They're so good. I love the candles. I, I just, everything about them. I want one. Mm-hmm. I do too. <laughs> they're so cute. Yeah, I uh, I loved the goat in the elevator screaming because originally whenever it went dark and they were screaming, I'm like, oh, they're going to do, do a thing where it sounds like, you know, it's a woman screaming, but it's actually like Pepe, haha, you know, <laughs> misogyny. Uh, but then I was like, oh, no, it's just a goat. It's just a goat. That's a female goat. Nice. I thought that was very, very funny because they did use the original um, scream from the spiel. But it does sound like a goat, and I just never thought about that. Yeah. Very humorous. And I love that, that Pepe gets so scared, he knocks open the uh, secret exit or entrance. Wait, wait I have more what? notes about just the okay. stretching room alone. Okay, hit me with some notes. I thought you were done. I'm sorry, I'm bad at No, don't be. Don't be sorry. Keep speaking. <laughs> My notes. Um, another one of the uh, quotes from the spiel that was used was, as the spirits respond to your pathetic vibrations, of course, they can't use the whole spiel, so it was just partial. And then um, one of them was actually broken up, which I thought was fun. Gonzo saying, you know, I just realized this room has no windows and no doors. Oh, yeah. I loved that bit. And in, in which... Will Arnett responds with, which offers this chilling challenge to find a way out. And the lights going out, that's usually where you would look up and see a hanging body. So I'm mm -hmm. surprised that they did that reference. Well, they didn't, you know, they didn't show the hanging body. I, I'm still like, like, I for a second 
for a second. I thought... <laughs> you thought that they were going to show a hanged body on a Muppet special? Literally in all caps. I thought they were going to show the hanging man, exclamation points, times three. Um. Well, to jump ahead, whenever at the ending, when Gonzo's going up those stairs and we see that hook, the way, it, maybe it was the resolution on my phone put but it looked like the noose and i was like did they put the noose here? and then i was like oh no it's just a hook but it looks like a noose gonzo's the hanging man oh yes he is um also you were about to transition into it the the wall door which is how you exit the uh the stretching room on the attraction which pepe happened to knock it open mm-hmm. a lot of that especially that opening i was like did they film on set it say on set. a lot of it looked like really well detailed to the attraction yeah well there was some that i'm like oh this is obviously a green screen but there's some that's like okay this was a physical set this looks like the ride and we know that they were filming in disneyland for for a while so oh, okay. it would not surprise me yeah did you just forget that jacob jacobson isn't real and that <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean? Jacob Jacobson is real. What are you talking about? Jacob Jason is real and he lives in the Disneyland walls. <laughs> and I was going to say he lives in the tunnels, but Disneyland doesn't have tunnels. No, that's only in Disney World. <laughs> Jacob Jacobson sleeps, sleeps with the Disneyland cats. They just have like a giant fluffy cat pile. Jacob Jacobson has created his own Disneyland tunnels. He's he's uh, dug them out with his bare hands. <laughs> with his bare hands. Yeah, no, he has bare hands. He stole them from <laughs> Fozzie. Ever, whenever they're not filming, he just keeps Fozzie's hands <laughs> on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is a horrifying image. <laughs> Someone get fan art on it now. Please, <laughs> at me on Twitter. This is the only time you're allowed to actually at me on Twitter is to send me fan art of Jacob Jacobson, Eric Jacobson's scary clone that has stolen Fozzie's hands. And it has, like, sleeps at night with a cat colony. In a cat colony in a gigantic pit that he has created himself. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the lore we come up with for him. <laughs> for Jacob Jacobson. <laughs> oh, you're great, dude. You're great. <laughs> Pepe hitting the, the exit. Waldor. Yeah. Uh, I, there, there's a, oh, I just, he, he says something like horsey derves. He's like, if there aren't any horsey derves around here, I'm <laughs> leaving. So good. <laughs> I love horsey derves. So good. Uh, in all caps, I just put Annie Sue, my beloved. <laughs> I love her. I love the paintings. I didn't write about them because we had talked about them, and I didn't write down any of the things we talked about in the past episode. Annie Sue got changed into Gaffer, uh, uh, the cat, on uh, one of the changing portraits. Uh, and for people who don't know, Gaffer is non-binary. Yes, this is true. An icon. We love that for them. So good. And, oh, I just wrote MacGuffin portrait. 
again, it was probably the low resolution on my phone, but it didn't look like, spoilers, it didn't look like Will Arnett. Same. I thought the exact same thing. I saw that and I was like, oh, Will Arnett's the guy. Okay. My resolution, I I just couldn't see anything. So I it didn't, I was surprised because my phone decided to surprise me. <laughs> I have a note for this and it's Q-Bats. Next to the painting of MacGuffin or portrait. Um, I don't know if that was just like, a, I don't think it was a fireplace, but there was definitely like a ledge underneath it. On the sides were two wood carvings of the bats that are on top of the poles that hold the rope to like rope off the queue. Oh. And those bats are one of my favorite details. I think that's the only reason why I noticed that. Oh, lovely. <laughs> it's very specific. That's very, very specific. But I, I love those bats so much. So I was very excited to see them in the special. <laughs> Uh, I I just my next note is fern is a monster. I I think it was talking about the gigantic fern that scares Pepe. Oh yeah, I have I have notes about that. I said, man eating plant. Is it a nod to the garden room at Disney World or the man eating wreath from the Disneyland holiday? That's what I I was uh actually gonna ask about. I was also gonna ask about like. Wouldn't it be hilarious if there was a reference to the the candle monster that never got used? That would be great. I would have loved that. If if Gon if Gonzo wasn't the main character, which I'm so glad he was, because he he was the star of the sh- show here, obviously. But if uh, well deserved. But if Gonzo was a ghost, I would have loved it if he was the the candle monster. <laughs> That would be so good. I can just imagine the wax like dripping off of him. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also have the the knight armor that tried to chop them in half. They used to have live actors on Disneyland's Haunted Mansion back when it opened, and that was a, one of the live actors. I cannot I cannot remember which aunt and uncle it was. It was either my uncle Ron and Aunt Casey or my uncle Don and Aunt Noreen. But one of them, one of those two couples uh, went on uh, that ride then when there was live actors and were terrified. (laughs) They brought them back for the 50th anniversary. I know, but they had them in a weird position where they were like in front of the, uh, you know, the screen where the candelabra was where it was yeah so it's like why are you there (laughs) why are you way down in the middle and and you're ruining the illusion (laughs) why aren't you where you're supposed to be also for this scene all of the door handles and knockers on the doors were same to the ride and um the spinning clock is in the background yeah and you, you get to see it a little bit better when um, Gonzo goes to find Pepe when he's freaking out. Uh, I, I have uh, Bunsen and Beaker busts exclamation point uh, budget. That was so funny. I wish we were here more. Uh, budget. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the uh, famous people's room with, with John Stamos. What did Pepe call him? 
like Juan uh, stay mamas or something like that. Something like that. Yeah, Pe- Pepe said something like, "You are the most handsome man." It's like Pepe, you are so bisexual. So true. You are so bisexual. It is. And and t- talking about the, I I love the um way that they turned John Stamos' head into that big frackle head. Yes. That was so fun. So good. It genuinely, it genuinely got a scare out of me. That that door where Gonzo finds him, I loved the art above it of Sweetums. I love the um, Pepe running through the doors gag, which is just a simple puppetry trick trick that they've been using since you know Manamana. It's just a fun trick. Mm. Literally, if you want to, it never gets old. If you want to know how to do it. Bill Beretta just has his arm up, he runs through the shot, he puts it down, he walks backwards, puts his arm back up, and then walks through the shot again from the same area. That's all he does. One other note that I would love to bring up that has to do with puppetry. Yes. Right before Gonzo opens this door that I keep talking about, the zoom in with Dave doing the the eyelid going up Oh, yeah, yeah. It's so subtle, but it's so good. Dave's puppetry in this is so subtle and just amazing. It's so good. Like, there were so many moments where I was just like, oh, they're puppetry. <laughs> yeah, there's so many moments of the special. It's like, Dave Goals, do you know that you're amazing? This this special made me, wa- like, I know I was saying boo-hiss. <laughs> it's an ad, and it is an ad. Yeah. But I want Muppet's journey into imagination with puppet figment. Like Dave Gold is right there. Come on. Yeah. Do it. Wait, I just I just want Figment and, and Gonzo to talk to each other. Oh, it'd be so funny. Cause for, for anyone who hasn't heard or haven't hasn't tried, if you pitch down Figment's voice, yeah. it's just Gonzo. <laughs> It literally, there's so many videos on YouTube of if you just pitch down Figment, Figment's voice from the ride, uh, it's just him doing Gonzo's voice. There's no difference. It's not him doing a crazy voice. It's literally just Gonzo's voice pitched up. <laughs> Disney, please give us this. We don't ask for much. We just want, like, content in general, but please. The entirety of the piggy scenes, basically the Madame Leota scene. She she did all the lines as Madame Leota does. The only difference is the instruments talk back. Yeah, it's just the electric mayhem is, are the instruments. Yeah. Which is very close to what I wanted. I still think it would have been more fun to have Dr. Teeth mm-hmm. be Leota just because I don't know, he seems like the seance type. What, what I have is Ma- Madame Pagoda, her eyes. I was like, is it a mechanism or is it a uh... CG, and I, I wanted to know what your thoughts on that was. I didn't notice them. What do you mean you didn't notice them? Like I, I didn't pay enough attention enough attention to be like, oh, is it CGI? What, 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 what were they doing? They were like blinking and closing, like uh, Madame Leotis does. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, and uh, so I was like, whoa, is is that? Did they make a full puppet where her eyes close, or is it you know CG? A full puppet it was only a head well you know what i mean <laughs> but but i was like doing some close-up stuff and i was like this looks too good to be 
CG. I can usually tell when something is CG. I think it's an actual mechanism. That's cool. And also, another thing about Piggy is they're slowly shifting her eyes back to the way they were before um, 2003. And so now she looks kind of normal. It's so good. I've never gotten, even though it's been, you know, decades now, I, I've never gotten used to her, like, quote-unquote, new eyes, the way that they're positioned. It just kind of ruined the magic triangle for me. So now we're finally getting back to, like, the, you know, Piggy we know from, like, you know, Muppet Show and, and Muppet Movie type angle with her eyes. And uh, my next note is, Electric Mayhem is instruments. Union joke. I loved it. <laughs> I love a good union joke. Same. Join a union, everyone. Yep. Disney even has unions. Wow. That says something. That definitely says something. I was a part of our union. It was nice. Oh, good. Yeah. I don't know if they did, or maybe it was just the glasses that Zoot was wearing, but his face kind of looked smaller, so maybe it was just the glasses. So it's like, is this a new puppet, or was it just because the glasses were smaller it made his head shape look funny? These are good questions. Yeah, because everyone else looked, you know, normal, but with Zoot I was like, there's something off about you, man. What's going on? Yeah. Piggy was barely in it, and I feel like she did a fantastic job. Yeah. I wish she had more screen time. Yeah. But what we got everything was good. She was adorable yes. at the party. She was great as Leota. Yeah. Um, oh, there was a joke where uh, Pepe, she was like, what do you rhyme with, uh, I think she was like, what do you rhyme with exit? And, uh, or, or no, what do you rhyme with rat? And she's like, oh, fat. It's like fat. <laughs> and and, and Bubba the rat said, I prefer husky. <laughs> yeah, his rhymes, were, his rhymes were fat rat hat. Mm -hmm. and he showed up in a hat yeah he showed up in a hat he had his his like white undershirt on but he still had a bow tie and a he looked like a Chippendale <laughs> that's me trying to fancy myself up just doesn't work I'll style you it's fine thank you I have the I have the closet of a dad <laughs> Uh, uh, also, you're you're gonna talk about this. We're gonna talk about this, obviously. But in all caps, I just put Kimmy. <laughs> that is my favorite of the cameos. It's fantastic. I I uh, mom, my mom hasn't seen it yet, and I told her about it because I was like, I have to tell somebody. I know I brought it up in our uh, theories video for the special. Kim Irvine is an Imagineer at Disney. Her mom was the original Leota. Kim took over for all of the refurb. Where they had to do filming of Leota's face because she looks so much like her mother and also did the voice. <laughs> Kim was basically the servant to clean Leota's Pagoda's crystal ball. And Kim was wearing the cast member dress that they wear in the park. Oh, but I but I love uh Kim Irvine's just yes, Madame Pagoda. <laughs> she sold all of the like, so many of the other performers were like, this is a Muppet special, but uh, Kim Irvine was like, this is a role of a lifetime. <laughs> so true. Yeah, she did fantastic. We love her. She was prepared for the assignment. Also, um, the transition change from Pagoda to the next scene. They had the same raven call that you hear throughout the attraction. Yeah. 
which um at one point the raven was supposed to be the ghost host so there's a raven in every room yeah so you hear that sound pretty frequently <laughs> sweetums is a train <laughs> sweetums is a train choo choo which I was kind of right about Sweetums not being a, a ghost. He wasn't. He was just. He just. Worked. He was just there. <laughs> if they ever need a Halloween overlay for Big Thunder Mountain, Sweetums has got you covered. <laughs> Only Sweetums, not any of the other Muppets. We can we can just take Jim Henson's clone from Muppet Vision and send him to Magic Kingdom for the holidays. Oh, I love this lore that we've created. Oh, a whole at the dance segment. Fantastic. Everything about it was accurate to the ride. Yes, it was it was accurate to the ride, but also just uh at the dance is one of my I know everyone hates at the dance from the Muppet Show, but I love horrible puns, so it's one of my favorite segments on the Muppet Show. Um, and, and it's also one of my favorites because Dave Goals in an interview said one time, was, we performed both characters and sometimes uh, one of the characters was dubbed by somebody else. But because we were performing two, every time we would record, as soon as we would start recording, my nose would start itching. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so every time I think of At The Dance, I think of Dave Goals nose itching. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, uh, but we had uh, Wayne and Wanda tell a joke. Lav- we love a lavender marriage <laughs> in this household. So true. Um, we had Old Lady, which I think was from Jerry and the Atrix. I could be wrong. And we had Beautiful Day Monster together. And uh, we had Howard and Beverly Plume dancing together. I love that they put the two LGBT icons together to, <laughs> to tell a joke. That was great. And also, I love Robin just going, it's my birthday. (laughs) I'm so happy he was the birthday ghost. Same. I'm so happy he got a line. He's so cute. I know. I love you, Robin. Can we talk about how, how, like, Peter Lenz just popped off in this entire scene? Peter Lenz popped off. Any opportunity he got in this special, he just rose to the occasion so good he was fantastic and in all of his stuff i um i put pops and sam draw no guns allowed in this family friendly special (laughs) joe the legal weasel is a judge i love that he's a judge (laughs) i love that he just looked at the camera with well that didn't look legal that that didn't look safe. Uh, I oh uh, my brain stopped working. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's fine. I I do love that Joe looked at the camera. Like there was so many points of uh, characters like you know breaking the fourth wall. But I do love that Joe did it because he's so you know staunch that you wouldn't assume that he would break. Uh, the fourth wall. I love that all the fourth wall breaks were tasteful. Oh, yeah. Because you know how sometimes they aren't. Oh, yeah. Like in uh, Muppet Wizard of Oz or the Muppet 2011 movie. All of those are... You wouldn't happen to know Frank Oz. I I have Ralph in all caps with a bunch of exclamation points. So true! He was the piano player. We were right. 
we were right that that was one of my my things mm-hmm. yeah i was also right about the swedish chef just being the cook yeah yeah except instead of cooks a uh, cook he made mixed drinks <laughs> also i was right about them just putting on like their version of the muppet show it was the mansion show yes i was right about that you were. and we have to praise matt for a second oh my brilliant God. He's doing so good. So good. I I also loved, I don't know if you noticed this, but um, whenever Kermit would make a lame pun, everyone would boo, and then you'd hear Fozzie be like, oh, that was pretty good. <laughs> I did. I heard that. Which, it, it, it feels right. It feels very, like, boo, hiss. That was great. <laughs> uh, speaking... Speaking of Fozzie, his name was Gauzy the Hatbox Bear. Yes. I love the puppet design. Same, but the teeth still scare me. I, yeah, the teeth are a little awkward, but I love the, the green paint black light. Yes. Um, I love the cape. Mm-hmm. I love that his head jumps to his hatbox for the part. Mm-hmm. Which he said, Shaka Waka? <laughs> Feels very 90s. It does. I know it's supposed to be like, you know, shock, ah, you know, spooky, scary, but it it just felt very 90s. It does feel 90s. And during his set, we saw Statler and Waldorf in a doom buggy. I'm, okay. I wanted Statler and Waldorf to be the hitchhiking ghosts. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But having them be tourists in a doom buggy is on par with that, in my opinion. Yeah. they Not only were they tourists in a doom buggy, but they had their clothes that they wear at Disneyland and Disney World. Yeah. Like, they were legitimately just tourists. Yeah. The very specific uh, 90s pattern clothes that they wear. <laughs> Which will never go out of style for them, and is actually coming back in style right now. So true. It is. (laughs) I love, because, you know, how trends work, that things always inevitably come back in style, that somehow Statler and Waldorf are now, like, (laughs) fashion. Icons. The the ballroom scene in general. Mm -hmm. The the hallway that Sweetums runs down and then they turn and go straight into the ballroom. Mm-hmm. That hallway is the hall that the doom buggies take when you're actually riding the attraction. Yeah. And in this scene, especially if you look during the, the dancing segments, um, near the fireplace behind them is where the Donald Duck chair is from the attraction, which is usually with the spinning clock. Mm-hmm. Not this time. Oh, Marvin would skull. Oh, we're jumping into Life Hereafter, mm-hmm. which is the. That's why the... I wanted to say mine before. Yeah, no, it's okay. Um, the next song, which was, I, in my personal opinion, like the best original song. It was so good. Amazing. Yes, I was just gonna say that the song was very be our guest, and they even quoted be our guest in the song. Yeah, <laughs> which I was. At first, I was like, why is Will Arnett here? Why can't this just be Muppets? But then I was like, no, he sells it. He's doing good. I loved how they broke down the BR guest lines. 
Um, Fozzie saying, we tell jokes. Bobo, who was a magician, saying, <laughs> I do tricks. And then Crazy Harry with my deadly can- candlesticks. So good. Just brilliant. And I love that they were preparing Gonzo and Pepe for their funeral. <laughs> like, we're going to kill you. It's time. Imagine you're in a mansion and someone just goes, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> I mean, Pepe doesn't have to imagine that hard. No, he doesn't. <laughs> um, also, those bats that I was raving about earlier are on the dinner menu. Oh, they were. They were. Um, Candelabra is introduced in this scene, which becomes a regular character. But um, we mentioned it earlier. It's in the scene with the knight. It's being away, so also from the attraction. And the fact that they had the ride breakdown spiel. I was literally just about to uh, <laughs> uh, bring that up. My next note is the ride stopped. <laughs> Literally, it happens so much riding the attraction. All the time. All the time. Every time. When doesn't it? (laughs) The fact that they put that in there is so good. Yes, and I love that it happened to Statler and Waldorf, and then Statler (laughs) says something akin to, oh, the only thing being, the only worst thing being stuck in here with you is being stuck in here with them. (laughs) And um, the next part, when they were talking about drinks, uh, the Swedish chef handed them mugs. Mm-hmm. Uh, which they, they didn't get to drink. Those mugs were made out of Angel Marie's head. Really? Yeah, Angel Marie is a character from uh, Treasure Island, and they took her head and turned it into a cup. Huh. Because I have in my notes, I talked about it. What did you say? Swedish Chef's mixed drink glasses remind me of the glasses you would find at Trader Sam's. Oh, that's very true. Well, Angel Marie is a pirate. That makes sense. Yeah. So it's a nod to Muppets and not Trader Sam's. <laughs> it, well, it could be a nod to both, but I, uh, but Angel Marie is a pirate, so that is very funny that you would say it, it reminds you of Trader Sam's. I put, uh, Joe the Le- Legal Weasel sung. He sung. <laughs> all, my, next, my next note is in all caps, Peter's singing range. <laughs> yes he like with walter and uh with robin he sings so high but then with, with joe it's so low it's so good mm-hmm. <laughs> also another thing i wanted to mention about Stalin and old arthur with their you know uh, scenes through this is that peter Linz mm-hmm. as statler sounds yes. exactly like richard hunt like yes it is insane i don't know how the hell he does it but he sounds exactly like richard hunt statler it is so wild it blows my mind take any statler uh quote from the muppet show and compare it to all of statler's lines from this special exactly the same it is so crazy to me how how do How does he do it? How does he do it? It's the same thing with Link Hogthrop. He sounds just like yes. Jim's Link. How do you yes. do this? Peter, tell me what goes on in your brain that like, makes these Ernie. noises. His, oh, his Ernie sounds exactly <laughs> like Jim, especially when he sings. Oh my it God. makes me, oh, 
it makes me want to chew on something. That's how feral he makes me when it comes to uh, him being so pitch perfect. And it's not just with the voice. It's also with the puppetry. Like, he does specific yes. puppetry styles. So good. Insane. Okay. Um, also, we saw uh, Phil Van Neuter in, in uh, yeah. some of the shots, which is one of Brian Hudson's characters, which we'll get to. We'll get to that. Oh, God, we'll get to. Okay. Uh Continue with what you are going to say. I have a note of um, Fozzie not knowing he's dead reminds me of the old puppets gag. Yeah, I, I was going to bring that up. I said Kermit said how he died as he croaked. Fozzie doesn't know he's dead, which is a very Muppety, very Fozzie thing. <laughs> but also it is very much that they don't know that they're puppets. <laughs> And also another, one of my other favorite things about Muppet, especially Muppet Show, with them doing that gag so much is Kermit knows. Oh, Kermit, yeah, Kermit knows he's a puppet. Everyone else doesn't know he's a puppet. And I think it's because, here's my theory, it's because Kermit was on Sesame Street. And somehow that, like, correlates. See, I think it's because he did so much PR with Jim. Oh, Like, he's okay. on so many talk shows. Yeah. And shit like that. So I think that's how he knows. Um, maybe it's just because he is the oldest. Maybe. You know, you're the oldest, you're the wisest, you know the most. Um, yeah. type deal. Maybe that's it. <laughs> um, uh, do, you, do you have anything else uh, about this? My next notes go into Constance, which I would just like to mention... <laughs> Throughout our last episode, we kept calling her Constantine. We did? We did. Oh, no. It's so Sorry. It's, oh, it's well. a Muppet podcast. We have Muppets on the brain. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now I am just imagining Constantine as Constance. <laughs> That's who should have been the bride. Get me fan art now. I you get me fan out of Constantine as Constance Hatchaway now. <laughs> I don't care anymore. <laughs> That's hilarious. I didn't I edited the episode and I didn't even notice. That's so funny. <sighs> um Oh, I put Trashy P. Henson is perfect. <laughs> what I just want to say Matt Vogel carried uh, life hereafter. He did fantastic. He did such a good job. I love his Kermit. I'm so happy to see Matt working with Kermit. Yeah. Wow. He, need, he needs more work with Kermit all the time so people can get used to it because he does a fantastic job. So true. He he, with his singing voice, he sounds so much like Jim and he has specific mm -hmm. like like cadence that Jim did and then the way he'd move his hand he's paying attention and and he's doing his research and he's 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 doing his best he's a good puppeteer you guys are just mean all you guys are just mean <laughs> one thing I did want to mention is we didn't get to know how any of the other people died in on at the ballroom scene and I that kind of, I wanted to know, because we got to know how Kermit died and how Fozzie, you know, kind of died, but we didn't get anybody else. And so I, I want to know how Scooter died. I want to know how Howard Tubman died. Statler and Waldorf, I like to imagine that 
they were stopped in the haunted mansion as the ride and then the ride never turned back on and they starved to death (laughs) (laughs) i know it's dark it's halloween let me have this (laughs) (laughs) anyway uh go into your notes about constance so Constance's dress in the beginning, not her wedding dress, but the dark mm-hmm. dress, yeah, 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 reminded me of the original bride from 1969 when it opened at Disneyland. Yeah, um, who was not wearing a white dress, it was very dark, it was like a dark, dark blue, and you could not see the bride's face, it was just black, and you could see yellow glowing eyes, which the red eyes that glow throughout the special reminded me of that as well and you of course could see her heartbeat like the bride yeah does the new one do that i don't remember i don't think it does because it's mostly projection Mm. um so so whenever i saw uh her i was like oh is she the beating heart bride is she not constance but then they call her constance later i'm like oh they kind of just morphed the two together yeah just put them together yeah it is fine uh, I loved her like echoing that she was like putting uh, Pepe in a trance. I think that was per- yeah. one like perfect editing and also just Taraji's acting and that was just amazing. So good. She went for it. She can play off of puppets. There's so many actors that cannot play off of puppets and Taraji is not one of those people. She can play off of puppets. Get her get her in Muppet stuff again. Please. I, I know we have some, like, pictures of uh, her and Piggy together from, like, an award show. But, like, let me see them together. Because they're, they're both, like, perfect divas. Ugh, what I would give. Yeah. Uh, I love that the way of getting Pepe into a trance is to, like, just stroke his ego. <laughs> Jumbo. Jumbo. It's such a perfect, uh, like, Pepe thing. Of, like, of course this is how... Uh, he'd want to uh, be wooed. Uh, they also jump back and forth between the Constance and Pepe scene and like Gonzo with um, the ghost host. Yeah. So I I did it by scene by scene and pause. So um, my my next note goes back into when they transition back to Pepe though. So okay, um, I'll just have to go through my notes and see where that is for me. Oh, uh, I put um, Pepe likes women that can step on him. Oh my god! I literally, where is it? <gasps> I wrote Pepe really said step on me. Same brain! <laughs> we have the same brain. We do. Oh my god. Um, The attic looks just like the ride. Uh, uh, oh yeah it looks perfect also there was something I noticed that I don't I know it had to have been purposeful but it was like very subtle I'm very glad they did it on the attraction as you're going through and you see the portraits of her with her husbands um, the further you go down the she has because she's stealing their money yeah and in the special, Constance is wearing five pearl necklaces for each of her dead husbands. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, I was like, oh shit, they did that. They did that. Uh, I, I do, I would 
just because of how my notes are all so jumbled, I'm sorry, because I went scene by scene and not by uh, like going from just staying in one place. I also um, I just didn't have any gonzo notes. Oh, I just, uh, there was a simple puppetry thing of whenever he was talking about, like, you could unscrew my head and, and there wouldn't be any fears in there. And, and the ghost host says, I'm like, we can arrange that. Gonzo starts rubbing his hands together. Like, yes, let's do that. The human hand noises. Yeah, well, <laughs> I just love the simple puppetry trick. I just love that he was rubbing his hands together. That part stuck out to me because I was like, that is human skin noise. That's human. Does that mean there are human skin under Gonzo plus fur? <laughs> Does, is Gonzo's fur just human skin? Oh, Gonzo has a joke. Gonzo has a joke where he says the critic circle <laughs> of <laughs> oh, yeah, things, things to be scared of, which was nice. Um, <laughs> there's a part with a, a dun 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 and uh, Mummy and, and Duddy are, aren't there yet. So Will Arnett just pushes Duddy out of the way. I love how he just put his hand on this puppet and threw him. There's nothing funnier than puppets being thrown. Nothing funnier. Jim knew what he was doing when he was like, yeah, see this frog? We throw him and it's funny. We need, we need someone to throw more penguins. Get someone in here to throw some penguins. It's funny. <laughs> uh, also, back to the attic scene, in all caps, when we get to the ex-husbands johnny and sal <laughs> you were right about them morphing out of the paintings i was right about them morphing out of the paintings i was right about sal he, he mm -hmm. did not marry uh, her he was just there for johnny it was, it was a package deal it was a package deal baby i was right <laughs> i have in all caps walter casually talking about being murdered i'm screaming <laughs> I have that Walter had his neck snapped. <laughs> and also, apparently, the penguin said something much worse than everything else that happened to everyone else. Because, Sal goes, this is a family show. You can't say that. <laughs> Which only makes you wonder. Because, literally, they talk about being chopped up and yeah, like. River. Yeah, their their heads get chopped up and their bodies get thrown un uh, in the river under the bridge. So what the hell did she do to this penguin? <laughs> but also with with Johnny and Sal, Bill Breda is back as Johnny, and Brian Henson is back as Sal. Insane. We love him. Yes. He, they have not uh, skipped a beat. Mm -mm, not at all. Then it's uh, Constance and, and Pepe's song, which I can't remember the name of. It's like Tied Something Tango. Tie the Knot Tango. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I loved their harmony in that. That wasn't a sentence. I loved their harmony in the song. Yes. And I, I love all of the husbands singing. Yes. Mm -hmm. I have Pepe's high note, hello. Yeah, like Bill Beretta, hello. What do you mean? Also, the thing uh, about Johnny is he has a mechanism in his hand, so it looks like he's snapping. Mm -hmm. And he, he, he's always had that. But I love that they brought that back. So uh, he can sing like he did back on Muppets Tonight of like out of, you know, out of sync, not with the music. And <laughs> I'm so glad they brought that back. We love that. The ghost host. I keep just wanting to call him Will Arnett. 
That's what I've been doing. Yeah. Um, Will and Art telling Gonzo to go to room 999, and then when he gets there and the door closes, it switches to 666. Yep. And then I put, this is the best scene with Gonzo. <laughs> that that scene where he's walking to find that door mm-hmm. is another another uh, hall that you follow on the attraction with all the breathing doors and all of the yeah. audio was the same. Like all the screaming of, get me out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. I love the um, the mace that was the door knocker just going crazy. Yeah. At one point, you could buy that door knocker. I remember. It was like a Halloween decoration, and it would knock. Amazing. Yeah. Bring that back, Disney. This next scene uh, with Dave, I, pu- I put Dave is having the time of his life. We need to let Dave do horror. Yes, please. Dave, it was legitimately like, oh wow, this is uh, this little spooky. <laughs> he did such a good job. Yeah, like, you I could tell. You could tell in his voice just how fun he was having. Yeah, because because he always talks about like different angles with Gonzo. I was like, yeah, this is certainly a different angle with Gonzo. <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely one of those times. This is different. <laughs> um, Oh, the the scene back to Pepe and, and the bride with the grapes, with the spiders. Oh, God. <laughs> My question with her, like, putting him under a trance, were the grapes helping put him under a trance? Or was she just like, I'm going to feed you grapes that have spiders on them just because I can, yellow. I assumed they were helping. Uh-huh. Because she was feeding them and the guys were like, oh, she, he's in it now. I just, I love, they do so much with that puppet of uh, Pepe where he's like half-lidded. <laughs> they do. Um, they've used so many like drunk Pepes, it, so I love that there's this one. Uh, back to the uh, scene, basically Gonzo is, is stuck in a, a black void room and then a mirror materializes in front of him and the doors behind him lock and the, uh, there's three locks that are all skulls which mm-hmm. is a very good touch yeah and um i counted each of the puppets of him that were in the mirror they were four different puppets and four different voices all done by dave yeah and they were all fantastic this was another moment where i was just like damn dave because uh, yeah the man is 75 we need to acknowledge that <laughs> he's 75 and also, which this is something I was going to bring up at the end. They filmed all of this in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. Germaphobe Dave. Yeah. That was one of my theories of the reason why uh, Gonzo is the main was so that they could get Dave on set. One of my notes is I hate Gonzo's gross old nose. <laughs> Uh, well, which one? There's four puppets. There's the uh, regular one that's a little bit... I don't know if they just, like, uh, in the mirror, like, sized Gonzo up, but they made it so his, um, like, whole body was just a little bit bigger than the regular Gonzo that we see. So they prob- that's probably not an actual puppet. That's just, you know, a CG trick where they're like, just stretch him a little. <laughs> just stretch the boy. I'm talking about the old man nose that looks like a cheap <laughs> piece of gum that they stuck to a puppet. 
Well, there's the the second one, which just has little feathers everywhere that I loved. I love that one. That was fun. The third one, which he just looked, he had the weird crazy eye and the feathers everywhere. And his, his nose was getting a little shrunk, but not, you know, the same way. And then the Gonzo, whenever the second Gonzo disappeared, he's like, where are you going? Where am I going? And then he looked in the mirror and he was, he looked deformed, <laughs> like his nose. It looked like it, it was a shrunk carrot. Um, and uh, it was, I literally out loud, I, I watched this whenever it came out. I stayed up and I looked out loud. I just went, oh my God. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. I do have in my notes, Gonzo's mm-hmm. fears have my heart breaking. I was going to bring that up on a separate thing after we, you know, uh, jump back and forth. Um, cause uh, in all caps, I do have Uncle Deadly. Oh, I do have Deadly's Henry the Eighth joke. Everything oh, good. Everything Deadly said in this was just perfect. Yes, I have a separate point later that's just Deadly, my beloved. So- okay, well, we'll get to that. I, I just. I was so worried Dudley wasn't going to be here, but he was perfect as, like, the officiator. So good. Also, whenever Gonzo was looking in the mirror, that kind of turned into, like, a, a window mirror thing into Kermit's house, where the actual Kermit, not the fake ghost Kermit, mm-hmm. uh, saying, you don't have to be uh, the great Gonzo to be great. Just being you is good enough. Ugh my heart was breaking oh gonzo and then getting into his fears which fear one afraid no one afraid no one will care if he's not doing stunts which i'm gonna start crying legitimately as as an artist as a puppeteer as an actor in general one of my biggest fears is that no one's gonna care about me if i'm not giving them something if I'm not, like, if there's not a painting, if there's not, you know, a puppet interaction, if, if I'm not putting on a show, <laughs> am I worth it as a person? Of course you are. Well, thank you. And I do know that, but it's still one of those irrational, stupid fears. So it, it just, it fucking got me where I was like, oh, I wasn't, I was here for fun Muppet antics. You don't have to do this to me now. <laughs> Um, but it's just, it's so, like, it hit me of, like, oh, yeah, I, I relate too hard to this. Gonzo's my favorite for the Muppets. He's not my favorite Muppet, but for the Muppets. hmm I never want to be sad. I don't want Gonzo to be sad. <laughs> yeah. Um, th- there've been uh, a few, like, things of interest. Uh, introspection w- with him some are great like going going gonzo from the um 2015 sitcom some are bad like the movie that even dave goals says is not canon <laughs> even dave goals is like muppets from space is not canon and you should not treat it as such so funny gonzo has so much depth and yeah for and and also it, it's not that i well i do blame but uh, you know the, the movies the the, the you know, last two movies we got barely had Gonzo in it, and it was very a one-note thing. So to have Gonzo be the main character in the special, and to be so dimensional, and to have you know those fears said aloud, it's very refreshing. 
yeah, it's very refreshing. It just, it hit me like a train. It hit me like the Sweetums train. <laughs> Coming to Disney World soon. <laughs> Sweetums train. <laughs> Big thunderstorms. <laughs> They're getting rid of Big Thunder Mountain. Look out, it's Sweetums. He's in your house. <laughs> For for Gonzo to be so you know three dimensional and, and to have so much character in this special was just yeah. wild to me. I, I'm so happy. It was very much needed. Um, his second fear of being trapped forever, and then his uh, third fear of never seeing his friends again. Ugh. My feelings. So sad and also in my note right after that is the orchestration during this part is fantastic mm. i mean it's great throughout the entire special but right in that like moment for me yeah. it was just like the, the the dialogue hit me and dave's puppetry was so specific i mm-hmm. it, and just the orchestra swelling just it hit me talking about it makes me want to watch it again <laughs> <laughs> we need to watch it again um so um will arnett tells gonzo that you can go but pepe's about to be dead yeah i i love how will arnett said he's about to be loved to death (laughs) which feels like a very weird like (laughs) sounds like an episode of futurama if anyone catches my drift there. Yeah, no, that's exactly what I was alluding to as well. <laughs> <laughs> mm. The the hallway that he's chasing the candelabra down to to get Pepe is the the never running hallway that the candelabra floats in on the attraction. And I loved the twisting effect that they added to it. Oh, yeah, that was like, I have some gripes with the green screen in, in the special, which I'll get to. But like, this one wasn't one of those. This, I yeah. really love the twisting effect they that did. That was really good. Yeah, I, I also put the Shining reference with Andy and Randy Pig. <laughs> that was so funny. This is the only time I've ever laughed at an Andy and Randy Pig uh, bit. I hate them so much, and I'm so <laughs> upset that this made me laugh. I'm so upset. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. D- d- Deadly saying, like, anyone alive or dead can have any objections, and all the ghosts are like, yeah, uh, hey. <laughs> and the bride's like, shut up. It's very funny. <laughs> and But what I wanted to mention is um, uh, Johnny going, don't get me started, and Sal saying, don't get him started, which is a classic Johnny and Sal bit from <laughs> Muppets Tonight, which I was, I was shocked to see. I literally went, oh. <laughs> I sounded like a bird. I was just, whoa. And also, I just put, why does Bo have a mustache? <laughs> why does Beauregard have a mustache? He looks like a different person. He does. Like, if you just wanted to make a new character, just get Beauregard, put him in a different outfit, and give him a, a mustache, and I wouldn't... I would be face-blind. <laughs> um, going going back to Gonzo, again, that hook that's at the top of the tower with the staircase, I thought that hook at the first glance was the noose from from the, the stretching room, so I was like, did they actually put the noose in here? Gonzo is the hanging man. Yeah, he hangs by his nose. <laughs> I I have one note for this scene, and it's 
stairs monster with a heart next to it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I put a monster at bottom of stairs. Yay! I like stairs monster. It was very, uh, it kind of reminded me of something you would see in a Tim Burton movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I also put um, deadly in heck whenever he's um, in sickness <laughs> and in heck. And I put the rat censors him. Deadly would swear. If this was back Muppet Show days, Deadly would swear. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Curse you, rat. <laughs> Fuck you, rat. <laughs> you can't censor me. I can swear. <laughs> the only one who can censor me is my mommy, so shut the fuck up. <laughs> Oh, uh, Gonzo's stopping the wedding. I, I love with Gonzo and Pepe jumping out of... I don't know if you have more to talk about in this scene. But Gonzo no. and Pepe jumping out of the window. I thought I was going to hate the um, the background of it. Like, you know, the green screen of it. But I actually thought it was kind of good. I did too. I thought it was great. Pleasantly surprised. Um, My note here is they did have Constance doing Little Leota's Hurry Back. I wonder why that they changed it from Little Leota's Hurry Back to having Constance say it. I don't know. I, I would have loved to have seen Piggy one more time. Yeah, Piggy deserves a little bit more in this special. Gonzo was like, I had to save you. And he goes, no, you crashed my wedding. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, the uh, the ghost host is actually the great MacGuffin with yep. uh, Pee Wee the fish. Surprise, surprise! <laughs> uh, it, it was a, it's actually a very it was a good moment. I I feel like Will Arnott yeah. really plays off well with uh with the Muppets. Yeah, it was also a really great moment because of the the whole retrospect of I feel like no one appreciates me if I'm not doing something <laughs> amazing. And then seeing your your hero in that aspect and them saying you did something no one else has ever done. And that's amazing. It, it was just a really good moment based on the plot line of the special. I enjoyed it greatly. I did too. I loved the, um, the card trick. I, I thought that was wonderful. I wonder if Will Arnett gets to keep the, the peewee, the fish. I hope so. I do too. Let Hey. Disney, let let Will Arnett keep that puppet. Do you think Will Arnett got to keep his puppet for the Lego show? I don't know. <laughs> um, oh, there's a... Uh, I just put Gonzo has a soft let's go when they get back into the um, like limousine. <laughs> he has like this little soft like, let's go. It's just so heartwarming. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when they're on the phone with Kermit, he's like, oh, what happened? He goes, I almost got married. And he goes, been there, done that. That was, oh my god. <laughs> How many times has Pepe gotten married? <laughs> How many times has he gotten divorced? <laughs> Do we have a Ross situation on our hands? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, I love that we got to just see Kermit, no costume, just regular Kermit with his yeah. collar. And he looked like he was like drinking coffee or something. <laughs> just, hey, are you guys going to be back here for breakfast? And, and it's like, yeah, of course. It's like, so this. cute that they have Halloween breakfast. They have Halloween breakfast and pumpkin pancakes. Ugh. That's the cutest thing. We need to do that. With pumpkin pan. I hope I'm not allergic to pumpkin. I hope so, too. <laughs> we'll be on a mountain. 
well, I have medicine. Uh, it's just, um, you can have pumpkin pancakes and I'll just make myself regular pancakes. <laughs> what did you think about, unless you want to talk about something else, but what did you think about the ghosts that follow you home? I was going to say, I my one note for this scene is shitty CGI hitchhiking ghosts from Refurb. Yeah, I was literally about to say, it was like, oh, they had the shitty CGI from the refurbishment, like the shitty <laughs> refurb animation. When you're on the ride at the end, it's like, happy trails and a hitchhiking ghost may follow you home. And the, the doom buggies turn and you're looking at mirrors and in the mirror, you can see the hitchhiking ghost like fucking with you, like they might pull off your head or something. And yeah. the CGI is terrible. It used to be that they would just sit on the Doom buggy and things like that. And I think it was still um, Pepper's Ghost. And it looked a lot nicer. The CGI looks terrible. CGI is so bad. That's one of my only gripes of this special. It was just like, wow, that was really fucking bad. But hey, it's it's the ride. That's not the Muppets' fault. That's the ride. The ride models. It was very... Strange. Oh, we also saw Yvette for a second there as, as she mm. was the uh, taxi driver or the limo driver, excuse me. And um, what else besides that? Um, I was very upset because when I watched it the second time to take notes, I tried to pay attention to see if they did and they didn't. I'm surprised they didn't make the taxi look like the hearse from the queue. No, they, they uh, I don't know which one it is i know tough pigs talked about how it uh, was a specific hearse that it was a hearse yeah it, it was a hearse it was not the q hearse yeah it was different. um the q hearse is very boxy yeah also over the credits was a cover of dancing in the moonlight my next note is dancing in the moonlight will be in my head for at least a month Oh, yeah. It was from uh, Dr. Teeth, Floyd, and Floyd and Janice. So Dr. Mm -hmm. Teeth sang a verse, and then they did the chorus all together, and then Floyd sang a verse chorus, and then Floyd and Janice sang a verse together. It's so good. Yeah, and there is a part during the, uh, right before the saxophone solo, where Floyd called out Zoot, where he's like, Zoot! <laughs> and then, you know, you hear saxophone music. I, um, Matt Vogel loves to do that with Floyd, I've, I've noticed. He did that in the Kodachrome music video, and whenever the Electric Mayhem went to the Outside Lands performance, he called on Zoot and Lips different times. All of them. Fantastic. I love that. Um, and now I just I want to talk about the, the credits. We have Bill Beretta, we have Kirk Thatcher, we have Kelly Younger and Jim Lewis, all writers of this special. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. You, you, there's so much love and care put into this script, and we can tell. Um, and they were also the writers from the Muppets Take the O2 and Muppets Take the Bull, which are both, uh, they weren't officially recorded, but all of that is on YouTube, and you need to watch it. It's, it's brilliant. I still need to see Muppets Take the Bull. I've only seen the O2. Both are fantastic. They're very similar, but the, the bowl had a few different tricks. There's a part. Oh, should I spoil it? Anyway, Gonzo does a magic trip during the bowl where, um, let's just say he swaps heads with somebody. Ooh. And it's a, it's um, basically they have Dave and another puppeteer, and they're 
like li- like talking for each other's puppet and puppeteering a different character, like oh the head. God. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Jeez. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, Bill, Kirk, Kelly, Jim, the Muppets are in good hands with you. Thank you so yeah, much. Thank you. We all we we knew this because you've all worked with Muppets for such a long time in your own respective ways. Uh, so just thank you. And also, Kirk, the director. Amazing. Yes. Oh, I just realized one of the quotes that I loved from Pepe when he was freaking out of him going like, there's smoke and mirrors and animatronics. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a funny one. Um, and now I just want to read out all of the puppeteers. Uh, Dave Goals, Bill Beretta, Eric Jacobson, Matt Vogel, Peter Linz, David Rudman, Alice Deneen, Bruce Linole, Julianne Brucher, Brian Henson, Sarah O, Nicolette Santino, Colleen Smith, Alan Trotman, and Alex Villa. Thank you. Such a good job. All of you. Thank you so much. You all did fantastic, top to bottom. And again, they did this in the middle of a pandemic when they filmed this. So just thank you so much people don't understand how much work goes into puppetry until they're doing it themselves and and as a puppeteer myself just thank you for all of your hard work insane and also a note that i know both of us have is that we could see a puppeteer in the credits with the skulls you could um yeah which i love i love getting to see puppeteers Mm. my favorite thing at first i thought it was bill beretta because it has like the same body type but then looking at his hair and he had glasses, I think it was uh, Bruce Lanolm. Again, I could be wrong, but it looked like Bruce. Also, like uh, Gonzo is dancing with a candelabra in the credits. I, I just keep remembering like lines that I love. Like there's a part where uh, at the ending where Gonzo, uh, Gonzo and Pepe are talking and Pepe goes, what do you know about love? You're dating a chicken. <laughs> And Gonzo's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so just, he didn't even try to defend himself. No, he's just like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, poor Camilla. Poor Camilla. In the special thanks had Ryan Dozier, who now, you know, works with Muppet Studios now. But originally, he created the the Muppet Mindset, which was one of the, you know, original Muppet fan websites. And he was my boss for a few years before he handed the reins over to Jared Faircloth. So it's it was amazing to see him. Uh, hi, Ryan. I don't know hi. if you listen to this or not. <laughs> Probably not. Statlin Waldorf at the end with their doom buggy going across the screen. <laughs> that was that was great. I love Statler going, go home. Oh, wait, you're there. <laughs> that was great. You're already home. I can't. It was nice having like a fun. I know they did the dance party thing with Muppets 2011 for the credits. Mm-hmm. But it felt more rewarding here. Oh, yeah. I don't know what it was about the 2011 credits where it's like, okay, they're dancing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Whatever. I think it's. I think for 2011, it's just because they tied the knot for the plot in the credits. Yeah, it's because they were like, okay, and we're going to finish our plot in the credits. It's like, what do you mean? 
<laughs> what do you mean you're gonna finish the the plot the whole thing of the movie in the credits <laughs> What do you mean? This felt more rewarding because there was no like plot stuff. It was just these are the actors and puppeteers having fun. Yes. And it was so refreshing and so nice. You tell everyone loved what they were doing. I love that Jeff Knightley was just going fucking ham. <laughs> I don't even know if there were any puppets around him. He was just going for it. I'm sad Ed Asner was not in the dance credits. Well, he kind of was. It was just like a reshoot of what he did for the special. It wasn't like Ed Asner getting down with a puppet. Yeah, I wish it did. But I, I love that they said in memory of him. That was so sweet. That was nice. Dancing in the moonlight's going to be in my head for at least a month. And I cannot thank the people that made this enough. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Thank you. Also, just thank you for having the Electric Mayhem sing a song. Oh my god. Please just give them a record already. Give them a record. Give them an EP. Give, come on. They have enough original music that you can give them an album. Yeah. What I would give to have a vinyl. That won't happen. What I would give to have a vinyl. I want it to happen. I'm going to keep hoping. I'm going to hope forever. It's never going to come true, but I want it so badly. Uh, some of my last notes is it feels Muppety. It was made with love and care. And thank you. Yeah. And more of this, please. Please. Give us this with figment. <laughs> I just meant more like Muppet specials made by people who love and care about the Muppets and the legacy of the Muppets. Then specifically just like, yes, put the Muppets in Disney rides. Yeah, I don't need I don't need it to be Disney rides, but if you're going to do another, make it fit. It. Dave Gold is right there. Dave Gold is right there. Plus, I feel like if you could, then like Figment could get an overhaul and like give Figment, you oh. know Journey the Muppets. <laughs> well, I meant like um Go like go back to the original Figment ride. Give us Dreamfinder in this special, please. Please. Oh, I would love Dreamfinder in the special with the Muppets. Oh right. my gosh! Right. He would like. He would love Kermit. We need a Muppets haunted mansion overlay. Oh, I was gonna bring that up. Yeah, I if you know if they want to retire the Nightmare Before Christmas overlay. You know, I they should just have the Muppet Haunted Mansion overlay now. That's what they should be doing. They already have Muppets, not Muppets, the Nightmare Before Christmas overlay in Japan as well as the U.S. So we can get rid of one, preferably the one here, because I don't know when I'll go to Japan. <laughs> I want to. I really want to. I know. I don't know when that will be, so put it here. I go to Disneyland far more frequently because I've been to Japan zero times. Okay, my two gripes about this is it should have been like 10, 15 minutes longer. That's just yeah, my thing. I feel like it was rushed a bit towards the end. Yeah, definitely towards the end is what I was thinking, is it? it should have just been at least like 10 minutes longer. I would have... Maybe this is just because I like a little bit of action, but I would have loved more of a fight scene with uh, Constance and Gonzo. Yeah. 
I, I think it would have been very funny if he grabbed the the axe off of the suit of armor and, and was like, okay, <laughs> axe for axe, nose for nose. My other gripe, and, and this is not just with puppets, so I don't want anyone coming for me. It's like, you just don't like uh, green screens with puppets. It's like, no, I just, I'm not a fan of green screens when there's not a lot of practical effects. And there's a specific, uh, specific type of green screens that Disney uses. They used it a lot with like Marvel and the Guardians of the Galaxy that I just I think, didn't like. I think they specifically use blue screen for all of this. Yeah. Stuff. Well, with I know with Gonzo they have to use um green. like a, a green screen because there's blue in him and with Kermit yeah. they have to use a, a blue screen. So yeah. with them it gets a little tricky. Um but I just I, I just want more physical sets. Like the one thing I can think of is whenever Gonzo is like, well, it's not Gonzo. You can't see him, but you're, the camera is Gonzo walking down the hallway, getting to the door yeah. to see that Pepe is like on the back of the door. That one was just like all like CG green screen. I was like, I would have liked a physical set, but that's just me, you know? I loved how many times they showed Gonzo grabbing things without cutting the camera. Oh yeah, that was that was amazing. It it reminds me of the uh, Jim Henson Hour bit. Yes, it specifically made me think of that. Yeah, where there, there's a bit uh, during the Secrets of the Muppets where Jim Henson is is talking to Gonzo. It's like this is how Muppets uh, pick up things, and he's like, "No, it's not. I can pick this up." And uh, it shows a bunch of cuts of Gonzo, quote unquote, picking up a telephone, but he's not actually picking it up. But with this, there weren't cuts, and if they were, they were you know, masterful. Um, but a- anyway, I just, I would have liked it to be just a little bit longer and, and just a few more physical sets. Mm-hmm. Um, and also I have a little notepad that I write in for uh, this podcast and it is now completely full. Oh my God. So I'm going to have to get a new notepad for next week. <laughs> That's exciting. <laughs> Yeah, new fresh notepad. Wow. So yeah, overall, it was really, it was really great. And I don't say that about like a lot of you know Muppet stuff, uh, like that we've you know been getting sometimes, because uh, I I love these character. I love and care about these characters so much, and I want them to be great. That you know, if they're not, you know, I'm allowed to criticize what I love. <laughs> I need people to understand this. I'm allowed to criticize the things I love. It's not hating. It's just wanting what's best for. Yeah. I can see the good in Muppets now. Does that mean I like it? No, it should have been so much better. And I feel sorry that it wasn't. That's my feelings on it. I can't see the good in Muppets now because I've never seen it. (laughs) The only good episode of Muppets now is the last episode. Is it because it ended? Well, no, but also you can tell that they finally understood. It's kind of like the beginning of a Muppet show. Like season one, they didn't know what the hell they were doing. And then season two, it's like, oh, this is way more, you know, Muppet show Muppets. It kind of felt like that. Meanwhile, season one Muppets is my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I love season one uh, of the Muppet show. It's just, it's not, it's not like, Yes, this is the definitive Muppet show. This is like crazy bonkers, you know, very specific type of Muppet that has been around for a while, but it's not Muppet show Muppet. The last episode of Muppets Now is when they really, you know, got their footing, I would say. But 
this special head and shoulders and whole body above. Uh, yes, every <laughs> head, shoulder, knees, and toes above Muppets Now. They they did a basketball dunk on Muppets Now. This was brilliant. They really went on and slammed, and they are now welcome to the jam. Oh, I don't think we prepared any Henson struggles. No, I've just been so excited about this. Yeah, Henson struggles is that Friday didn't come fast enough. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, but now it's here. Oh, you know what? Matt Vogel liked my happy birthday wish to him. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's my Henson struggle. I was very happy. Good birthday. Yeah. Yeah. I hope he did okay. have a good birthday. Me too. Hey, hey, Matt Vogel, happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday, Matt. Thank you for this wonderful special. You did amazing in it. You did such a good job, and I'm also happy that you started your podcast. I <laughs> I want to thank at FireFerret93 on Twitter for our art for the podcast and our art banner on Twitter. I want to thank at Turning2Stone on Twitter for our intro and outro voice acting. Sprout, I want to thank you so much for coming on this podcast with me. Oh. <laughs> If you want to find the podcast on Twitter, you can find us at Muppets underscore talking. If you want to find Mary, our uh, third podcast host uh, on Twitter, hers is at Muppet Mulaney. If you want to find me on any social media, I am at Nerdy Maria Mania. And you can find me on Twitter at Palpoo Sprout. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope you have a Muppetational rest of your week. Bye! And for my final trick, I will make this podcast end. I'm gonna need complete silence for this. Hurry back. Hurry back. Be sure to bring your death certificate if you decide to join us. Make final arrangements now. We've been dying to have you. And, you know, uh, go watch Muppet Haunted Mansion on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> Bye!